Hey, did you miss out on your opportunity to get started in the beginning of our fall semester here at Halifax Community College, but it's still interested in enrolling with us? Well, here's some great news for you. It's time to get registered for our fall mini semester. You can enroll in general education or program-specific classes that will help you kickstart your next step in life. Whether you're looking for a credential, maybe a degree, or planning to transfer to a four-year institution, HCC can help. Come by our admissions department today to apply for our fall mini semester. Classes start October 19th, but priority registration begins on September 6th for our fall mini semester classes. So do not delay. Stop by or give us a call today at 252-536-7225 or call 252-536-7220. You can also apply online at www.halifaxcc.edu forward slash admissions to get started. Become a part of Halifax Community College and remember you belong here. All right. I'll, for a minute, I was just trying to figure things out because I thought I had my mic up, but I didn't. I want to say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, but uh, I ain't trying to get hit for copywriting that. So we're just going to say, hope that you all are having a great day, ladies and gentlemen, whether it is morning or whether it is noon or whether it is night, whatever the time may be when you are listening to the Patriot Podcast. We truly appreciate you tuning in. Or should I say just listening Now on today's episode we have an extraordinary individual That's going to talk to you all about our medical laboratory technology program And a component of that program that will go along with you to the next level So without further delay I want to introduce to you all ladies and gentlemen Mr. Lonnie Barker Thank you. Thank you, Antonio, for having me here. Everybody always says I have a face for radio, so I, this should go, go right along with that. Awesome. Um, so, well, let me introduce myself. My name is Lonnie Barker. I am the program director and clinical instructor for the MLT program. And let me explain what that is. That's the Medical Laboratory Technology Program. It's a two-year associate degree. Um, in the clinical laboratory. Now, the pandemic, when it first came about, kind of brought light to the need for laboratorians. Most people don't know this, but 70 to 75% of all diagnosis and treatment are based on laboratory results. Wow. We are kind of behind the scenes okay. um, in the healthcare uh, arena, but we may be small in numbers compared to other areas, but we're very mighty as far as the impact we have on patient care. Right. And I, I remember one time we was having a conversation. I, I brought some students from a summer program with Runner Rapids Graded School District, and you enlightened me that even when it came to the establishment of the COVID-19 vaccine, um, 
kind of give us a little bit because I like the way you explained it, um, how they came up with it. But it was all these things were behind the scenes in the lab facility. Exactly. When COVID came about, you got to think about it. It was a new type of virus. So they didn't know a whole lot about it. So laboratorians are the ones who took prior knowledge of how viruses work, and they developed the testing. Um, The one test that was really the most accurate and and, and still is, is molecular testing. And that's where they actually break down the DNA and RNA of the virus. And they're able then to determine whether or not you have that. Now, some of the other little what I call kit tests or little um, what they call wave tests, Mm -hmm. their technology is a little bit different. And so, you know, in the early stages, I question whether or not this test was really um, as accurate okay. as it could be. But you got to remember, we was in the middle of a pandemic. Right. So we had to come up with something that we could screen people. One thing to keep in mind, there's no test that's 100% without a shadow of doubt accurate all the time. Understood. And so the best thing we can do is to try to develop a test. And, and one of the things I teach my students is a test, you have to be specific. Okay. You have to be, it has to be sensitive. Mm-hmm. It has to be accurate. And so you have to have all those components when you're making up a test. Awesome. Awesome. And I just had to be able to pull it out from you for just a second as you dive into uh, our program here, Halifax Community College, expectations and course requirements for anyone that's interested. Um, so go ahead. Um, give us a little bit more details about the program itself. Well, our program is very science um, as far as the, the course is required. I mean, you have to have two chemistries. Okay. Two anatomy and physiologies. We have a math. Okay. We have two Englishes, psychology and elective. That's just your prereqs. So, all right, and, 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 and let's give a little clarity because individuals that are not familiar with the understanding of prereqs, these are classes that you have to take before you actually go, and I'm glad we're having this conversation, before you go directly into the program. And um, with me being the assistant director of admissions, seeing all the applications that come in, people are not aware, and I'm saying this at this particular time, every individual who applies to any of our LI health pathways are considered in a pre-phase in the beginning. Um, and in that pre-phase, you are taking those necessary courses in order for you to go directly into the program. Carry on. That's that's right. And, and, and there's a reason why we do this. Mm-hmm. My goal is to set each student up for success. Yes. Now, let's be honest. Most people that's coming into community colleges, mm-hmm. they have families mm-hmm. or they have to work. Mm-hmm. They have other responsibilities besides just going to school right. okay that's the reality it of is. a community college so my goal is to set you up for success by you taking these prereqs this is taken off the load if you look at our um our tracking sheet you've got a total of 74 credit hours that's required for this degree wow now if you took it the way it's set up for five semesters it will take you you're looking at 18 credit hours a semester <sighs> That's a lot of hours, that especially when is. you throw in so many of our classes have labs. So yeah. it's a lot easier for students to take these prereqs okay. because they can concentrate on the prereqs. Right. But then when they actually get into the MLT program, mm-hmm. and how that works is every summer I will take and I have a tracking sheet mm-hmm. based on the classes you've taken, whether mm-hmm. it's transferred or you take it here, Understood. and we assign points to it. 
Because for our MLT program, we're only allowed 10 students per level. Wow. And so you'll get points assigned for those classes. But that will benefit you because then when you actually come into the MLT program, mm -hmm. you can concentrate on those classes. Now, one thing I want to point out about the MLT program it's building blocks. What you learn in MLT 110 or introduction, you're going to use again the next semester. Wow. Then the next semester. Yeah. And so you can't just take a course and forget about it. Understood. No, you've got to actually gain that uh, insight for every class that you take. Now, one of the things about our program is we are training you for the workforce. Right. I have 100% job placement. Awesome. Eight hold on, years hold on. in a row. Say that one more time. You have what? 100% job placement. Awesome. If you want a job and you finish this program, you're going to get a job. You're going to get a job. Now, it may not be at all our – not everybody can get hired at the local hospital. But you've got to understand that our service area is not just Halifax and Northampton County. Right. As far as what we do, it's kind of like nursing and dental hygiene. The jobs are everywhere. Understood. Including traveling. We've got some students that will graduate a year later. They're traveling all over the U.S. Wow. as a travel tech. Awesome. But the thing of it is, is we you have to – understand that we're training you for a job one of the things we do is one of our courses is called professional issues okay that's mlt 216 in that course we're preparing you for your clinical rotations wow. which i'm going to talk about in just a minute okay our clinical rotations but we're preparing you for that and so we do what we have is we review some of the things that you've learned, because I understand if you took it back two semesters, right. you forget. <laughs> um, but what we do is we, we then rehash that again, mm -hmm. and then we have a practicum or we have a skills check. You have to make a 78 or greater on those skills checks because we need to know that you know the basics before you can go to your clinical rotation. Understood. And clinical rotations are expecting you to know basics. I didn't say you're going to know everything. You can be in the field 20 years and not know everything, wow. but these basic skills. So we prepare you. Now, what is clinical rotations? Well, the last semester, you have four clinical rotations mm -hmm. you've got 18 days in hematology blood bank chemistries and then 24 days in micro wow. and you actually work in a lab mostly at a hospital we have clinical sites at Vidant North Edgecombe Roanoke Chowan VCU in South Hill wow. UNC Nash Wilson Medical Center and sometimes we use um, Mariah Parham and Henderson okay um, and so, and we're constantly picking up other um, plays. Boyce Willis may be on the list coming soon. Wow. So um, we've got these clinical sites that we use. But you basically go in eight hours a day, five days a week, and you are working. It is unpaid. It's unpaid. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you why this is so important. One is you're getting valuable skills that we can't necessarily teach here. We don't have the patient population. We don't have that half a million dollar chemistry analyzer that they use at the hospital. Understood. Okay, so you're getting training that we 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 teach you the basics. Right. But then you take it to the next level. Well, you give them the bus pass and they get on the bus That's and go. Right. For That's it. exactly <laughs> right. And then they need to be able to learn. And by the end, they'll be driving the bus. All right. It now. won't just be riding it. They'll be driving awesome. the bus. Awesome. But the other thing is, is when you go to clinicals, that's a potential employer. They're looking at you to determine whether or not they can they want to hire you or not. Awesome. And a lot of my students, when they go to clinicals, that's where they get their jobs. Wow. Or if they don't have an opening, which right now in this climate, everybody has openings. Wow. If they don't have an opening, 
the next hospital up the road is going to call them okay. and say, hey, you remember this student? And they're going to say, yeah, they were a great student. Okay, we're going to hire them. Awesome. So that is, you know, that's why the lab is a, a small community, okay. if you will. But like I said, it is a very important one. And, and I'm glad that you made individuals aware in the beginning by taking those prerequisite classes. It actually gets those out the way. So by the time that you're accepted directly into the program, you pretty much rock and roll and hands on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like I said, my goal is to set each student up for success. Something else I want to piggyback on that. Okay. We're small. We have a small class. It's basically yes. me and one other FTE that, that we use. Understood. We would get to know the student one-on-one when they come into the MLT program. Now, one of the things that I pride myself on, if you're struggling with something, mm-hmm. all you need to do is set up a time and a date, and we can do one-on-one. Understood. You're not going to get that in a lot of places. You're not. But if you need extra time or extra help on something, now, you have to take the initiative. Right. This is an adult. Right. These are adults. You know, right. you take the initiative and say, look, Mr. Barker, I'm struggling with this or that. Okay, let's let's look at our count. Let's, when can we meet? Right. Let's go ahead and let's work on this. Awesome. Because a lot of these skills, you have to practice. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, Um, and, and, and we've had this conversation a little bit behind the scenes Um, sometimes, you know, often there are only a certain amount of days or times that you're here to the summer, but you still make yourself available and accessible for your students yes. in need. Email. Yeah. Email me. <laughs> I'm constantly checking my email, whether I'm working or not. It's a bad habit. Even when I go on vacation, I get fussed at and say, put the phone down. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sorry. I, I just like to know what's going on. And so if you email me now, phone calls are not as good because I'm in and out. Understood. Understood. And whatnot. And you, you experience yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. And I may not answer the phone, but you email yeah, me. Yeah. You I'm are extraordinary. You are extraordinary when it comes to following up with your students. And, and I was going to say, I want to commend you because Outside of the nursing and dental program, your LI Health program, you all pretty much make sure that you're monitoring the students that come in through the pre-stages. When they're ready to be transitioned over to the core program, you always send me a list or notify me of the candidates mm-hmm. that meet the criteria. And from there, you know, you really do everything in-house and being able to function in that capacity, I truly commend you. Let me see. Let me get the round of applause. And I have to give you that because um, in admissions here, we work closely with the nursing and dental hygiene department with helping those students switch from the pre-phase to the actual core program. And with you being so hands-on and having the one-on-one relationship with your students, you know for a fact every student that you email me or make me aware to change to the core pathway that they are prepared and ready to transition and get to the stage of graduation and being one of these candidates that actually get employed by these facilities and that's that's my goal yes that's my goal yeah and and you know it's one of these things that um i am now working part-time at the local hospital okay and um i actually had one of my students train me when i went there awesome. and it's really it's really gratifying for me to see when i go in that they're working they're doing right. the job right um so what does it take to be an mlt okay. well typically um it takes all types of people 
to work in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Some are more outgoing than others. Typically, the folks that work in the lab are ones who like to be behind the scenes. Understood. They like to work in either individually or in small groups. Okay. Well, not typically one that like to be in front of large crowds. <laughs> right. I may be the exception, but for the most part, that's why they choose the lab. So if you're someone that wants to help people, but like me, I like to help people, but I don't want to be around sick people directly. Understood. Um, the lab is a, the, the, way lab is the way to go because we work, like I said, we work behind the scenes. Besides from the phlebotomy aspect of the laboratory, which is a, another program. Another component. I'm going to make sure I bring in Miss Barley to talk about right. that program later. But in the MLT program, we still teach abbreviated phlebotomy. Okay. Just because pre-analytical is where more mistakes are made. And, and as a MLT, you need to be aware of that. Okay. That's why we teach that. But... Other than that, you basically, you don't deal with a patient directly. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with their samples. Wow. But you are making an impact because right. that clinician, that physician will act on the results that you give them. Okay. And so if it's wrong, then you're mm. causing more harm. <laughs> right. And so, you know, one of the things about being a laboratorian is you, you need to be able to be organized and you need to that thought process of how these things work awesome. and to, to to make sure that you're providing the number one goal in the lab is to provide accurate results in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. Now I've talked to physicians over and over and they said the timely manner is great, but that accuracy is the most important. Understood. Because you gotta remember that physician is putting their neck on the line right. based on what we do. And in the laboratory, sometimes you gotta make judgment calls. Mm. You know, when you're looking at a differential, you need to know whether this is a monocyte or a lymphocyte or, or a segmented uh, neutrophil. Yeah. You've got to know these things. It's not all about a machine that does this. So, students, you got to make sure you pay great attention to detail while you're in the classroom. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, there's another aspect I like to bring up if I have time. Yes, you do. Um, we, um, we were the first community college to have articulation agreement with Winston-Salem State Mm -hmm. for their four-year clinical lab science program. Awesome, awesome. Continue. And so what that that means is, you know, here you get the two-year degree, uh, but that's the four-year degree. But the articulation agreement that we have is you get to transfer a large amount of your credits to Winston-Salem State, which includes, and this is the big one. Go ahead. Your lab hours. Now that is big. So you do not have to go back and do those clinical, that clinical rotation again. They will give you credit. What they're looking for is people who have graduated from this program. Okay. That's passed their national certification. Awesome. Which we will help prepare you for. Okay. And then who are actually working in the field. Well, then you can go back and get your four-year degree. It's all online. Wow. You have up to five years to complete it. So you can go full force and finish in a year or, yeah. so, or you can take it one class at, at a time, time until you finish. Awesome. And now what's the difference? So the four-year degree is more money, first off. Mm-hmm. But then also the difference between MLT and the CLS is the amount of book knowledge, the okay. amount of theory okay. that you would get versus the other. Now, what's your day-to-day job is the same. It's the same. It's basically the same. Unless you're a supervisor, it's the same. Okay. If you count that differential I was talking about, it doesn't matter if you have a two-year degree or four-year degree. Wow. It's the same thing. 
Um, and so, you know, it behooves people who in our situation that maybe can't go away to school. Right. But you're looking for a job that, that, that that's a career, not right. just a job, right. but a career. Right. Um, that you can go to, and, and this is a nice pathway because you can be making money while you're going to school. Right. And then when you finish, you make more money. Right. Awesome. So I was really happy to be able, when we were able to get that articulation agreement, because for our area, I think it was very beneficial yeah. for so many students to have that pathway. Understood. So now you've got a pathway. Look, I had a conversation with a young lady because uh, she applied for the program, but she didn't understand you had to complete the MLT program first. And I did explain it to her, but she uh, she did uh, actually make that change, and she's interested in um, embarking on the next phase after she completes her two-year degree here. Man, um, other than that, what's some other information that you want us to know before we, because I don't want to conclude this, but you've got a whole lot to share with us because one thing about it is this knowledge is very helpful to our listeners and we want them to know every aspect as much as possible. Well, one thing I wanted to bring up, MLT program, when you work in the lab, mm-hmm. there's several different areas. Okay. Okay, and, and some areas people like, some areas people don't like. Understood. You've got to determine that once you're in the field. Okay. Um, you know, blood bank is basically if you donated a unit of blood to the Red Cross, we have to test it and make sure it's compatible. Okay. Because we, otherwise we could develop antibodies against that and we could have trouble. Wow. Um, you know, when you're blood type, and there's more to it than just a blood type. Um, clinical chemistry is another area. You've heard people say they are diabetic. Yeah. Uh, we test for uh, cholesterol, triglycerol, the whole gamut of different a battery of tests. That rolls in under uh, clinical chemistry. And then you have hematology, which is the study of blood. Yeah. And that's what we was talking about where you count your differential. And what that is is it breaks down to different white cells, red cells, and platelets. Um, then you have microbiology, which kind of came to light with with the pandemic, mm-hmm. and that's where you would you would grow um, you know bacteria on plates, and and you kind of determine you know what what um, organism was, has grown. One thing about micro that always, I was always interested in is you know we all have um, organisms. Isn't bacteria? Yeah. And so it may be normal on your skin, but that same bacteria is inside your body at a certain place. Then it becomes a pathogen mm. that can make you sick. Yeah. And so it's the job of the microbiologist is to take that based on the site. Okay. That's very important. We need to know the site it came from mm. to determine whether it's normal flora or it's something that can make you sick. Wow. Something else a lot of people don't realize, we then will do a um, a test that will uh, what we call an MIC okay. that will will test it against all these different antibiotics. We'll give this report to the physician and say, look, this thing that we grew yeah. works best if this if against this this antibiotic works best against this. Wow. A lot of people don't realize here again the behind the scenes. Yeah. Now, one thing I do want to press some uh, upon people is the responsibility of being a lab tech. Okay. It, you have to realize you may be the first person to know a bad outcome for a patient. Mm. You may be the first person to know this patient has leukemia. Yeah. You'll know it before the physician, before the patient, right. before the family. But we have strict guidelines to not reveal test results. Understood. 
only give them to people who are authorized to have them. But it is a great responsibility to know things. Right. Um, you know, you'll know these things long before anybody else. So it, it, it can be a, 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 um, a burden sometimes that you know things that other people don't. But, but it is a great responsibility to be a lab tech. Man, I'm going to be honest. For me, it would be knowing that you're a lab tech and then you test something <clears throat> or a specimen or something for your family and you realize that, oh, my gosh, it's not good news. And, you know, you got to still go through the proper channels to make sure it goes where it needs to go mm -hmm. so they can relay the message and right. being able to try to hold it. Right. Right, right. And I can tell you stories. I'm not going to say it here, but I can tell you stories uh, of things that, that has happened wow. in my career of Understood. working in the lab. Um, that, Like I said, it, it's, it's a great responsibility. Right. But it can be rewarding because when you think about it, you're helping many patients. Right. You know, there's other areas that help a few patients at a time. Okay. But you got to remember, a lab may do 100, 1,000, depending on the size lab Ooh. you do, test a day. Wow. And so you're helping many people. But... Our patient is that sample. Understood. Our patient is, you know, whatever sample comes in. So you don't actually see the patient yeah. per se. But you know, as long as you know you are doing good and helping people, that's 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 what matters. Understood. Okay. Well, uh, pretty much uh, you've got all the questions or the things that I was pondering. Um, is there any other last minute remarks that you would like to make before you make people aware of how to reach you and things of that nature? Well, only thing I can say is, you know, if, if here again, if you like working in small groups, yep. you don't mind working behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. You want to help people. Mm -hmm. If you are one that's very articulate and, and, and organized and all of us have some form of OCD. Right. I'm sorry, that just comes with the field. Yeah, I just do it. Um, then the lab may be for you. Awesome. Okay. Now, for individuals that may would like to reach out to you and maybe want to talk with you a little bit more about the program or how to get started, um, how can they reach you? The best way is email. Best. Like we said, now I'm, I'll give you my phone yes. number as well. Understood. But the best way is to email me. Let me know what you want, what what you're interested. Now, another thing I want to point up is is if you have any other college credit, mm -hmm. it's best if you can obtain that, whether it's official or unofficial. Mm -hmm. I can look at it unofficial and kind of guide you. Now, I don't have the final say-so on that. Our registrar's office would, would have the final say. Right. But I can at least guide you because we have some students that, that come from other places that has you know already has college credit okay. that we can apply for those prereqs. Awesome. And so kind of have that. The other thing I would say is I do not select new students until the summer okay. for the actual MLT right. we can register you for pre-MLT at any time that they have even in the mini semester Understood. coming up awesome. um, we could we could do that as okay. well as far as the prereqs awesome so my email address is l-b-a-r-k-e-r 729 at edu. so that's l-barker mm -hmm. 729 at um, awesome. and my phone number is 252 five three six seven two 
1-800-242-8384. We also have, I just thought of this. Go ahead. We also have a Facebook page. Okay. Halifax Community College MLT Infobotomy. All right. Now, the importance of that Facebook page is I, I'm always updating it with new job opportunities. Okay, wow. So we have current students, past students, and even students that are in the field that didn't come to Halifax Community College. They participate in that. Understood. Well, other than that, I truly appreciate you for your time, Mr. Barker, and I always love uh, talking about your program and getting good insight, and I hope that you all have enjoyed the information that's been shared with you all as well. Please make sure that you reach out to Mr. Barker if you are interested in pursuing our medical laboratory technology program. Thank you for your time. It's always a pleasure to be with you, Mr. Barker, but ladies and gentlemen, whatever time that you may be listening, just tell a friend to tell a friend. If they can, sometimes just let's say y'all listen in to the Patriot Podcast here at Halifax Community College. Have a great day. <laughs>